Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we will be discussing King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, directed by Guy Ritchie. Yay, name I can actually say. <laughs> Released May 2017. On today's panel, we have Chris. Hello. Ray. What up? And Lindsay. Hello. I am Cece. I am your today's host. You are our today's host. I am your today's host. <laughs> Hey, at least I got the intro and the name right, man. Yep, yeah, you did. It's the first director name that you're able to pronounce without help. I know, I was so excited. I was doing research, I was like, I can say this name. I'm going to watch, Lindsay's going to say, no, it's actually pronounced Riche. No. No, I'm not. So, um, alright, so we finally got a chance to watch King Arthur. I am a huge, huge King Arthur fan. I've watched the Merlins, I have watched basically anything that has to do with King Arthur, I have tried to desperately watch. Um, this movie, I enjoyed it, was a little disappointed in it, but I still enjoyed it. I was hoping more along that this movie would follow the um, historic events of it, but the minute we saw the big elephants, I was like, yep, we're not going down that path. No, you were not. No, you were not. So I was kind of sad, but I was like, let's continue to watch it. Let's see how this goes and everything like that. I know Chris complained. I enjoyed it. Um, I ended up getting thrown up on halfway through the movie, so we had to start watching it again. By the baby. By the baby. Yes, Claire I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I'm here for so we ended up having to stop and restart it, and I was like, "What am I missing?" and sort all sort of stuff. So, um, what did you guys think? Um, <laughs> I so I liked it. There were parts that I didn't like, but mm-hmm. I liked it for the most part. Um, I I kind of wanted him to be less arrogant, like a lot less arrogant. I can see that. In most of the Arthur tales, he is less arrogant. Yeah, until after a while, he's well. He's a little bit more humble. Yeah, and that's and I think that's what I'm trying to get to because he. Remember, there was elephants. (laughs) We weren't going down that path. Yeah, (laughs) freaking elephants, man. And the the so the main problem I had with the elephants was that it wasn't clear that they were essentially Supernatural. supernatural until the very end of the fucking movie. So you start the movie with these overgrown, obnoxiously large elephants that literally could not exist. And I'm like, what What am I watching? Like, I don't understand. I went the- and in case you haven't watched the movie, we don't mean, like, really large elephants. We mean, like, mountain-sized elephants. Yeah. Yeah, like, like completely the, ridiculous. Like these elephants are walking as a bridge is there. Like you could you could fit in one of their eyes yeah. type yeah. of thing. Plus, there's also part of me, and I didn't Google it beforehand, but part of me wondered about the historical accuracy of people in the United Kingdom having ever actually seen an elephant mm-hmm. at that point in time. So I don't even. I wasn't. I don't know. The elephants were a whole. Thing on their own. Well, yeah, like I said, as soon as I saw the elephants, I went, aww. <laughs> it was another yeah. one of the um, wall tragedies that I had that I thought that it was going to be a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. But, um. I had a love hate deal with this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I. 
as far as the fantasy aspect of it went, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Call this character any other name than Arthur. Than Arthur? Arthur? Oh my God. Arthur. You had Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, I'm bad today. Call him any other name. As I clearly did. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been super fine with the movie. Right. You know what I mean? I would have 100%. But because it is Arthur, and I'm also a big fan of his lore, I kept going back and saying that that's not how it should go. Mm-hmm. I, I like certain things. I kind of like the explanation given here as to how Excalibur came to be. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was kind of neat. That was kind of cool. But at the same time, I was like, that's not how it's supposed to be. I so was, I kept going back and forth in that. See, and I was okay with the liberties of that. Because I I think, like all of us, obviously, I also had, you know, a, a good love for the original versions of the stories. Um, so I don't necessarily... Like, and I've gone so far as, like, I've I've got the Mists of Avalon miniseries on mm-hmm. DVD. Like, nice. And I've read all of those books. Like, I I dove into that and just didn't come back up for, for a long time. <laughs> um, Mine was the Merlin I, series. Yeah, and I and I watched most of Merlin. I meant to finish it, but I never got... I know, I know. <sighs> None I of you mentioned The Sword in the Stone from Disney, and I'm well, slightly disappointed. There's that well, one, too. We haven't gotten there yet, man. Oh, yeah, something about Stone at Disney, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, there's all the different... Every version tells it a little differently. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was uh, there was also that movie in the 90s, what was it, Camelot, with Sean Connery. Yeah. Then you yeah. have King Arthur, Richard 2004. Gear. Yeah. Yep. Which always, is what we were talking about. There's My always going version. to be this story. Yeah. There's always going to be a different version. So I didn't mind the liberties, the liberties they took. What I minded was the character shift that they did. So storyline-wise, you know, let's tweak this here, let's tweak this there, that's fine. But this idea that he's this, basically this arrogant ass who happens to be this long-lost king, that's what bugged me. Because he didn't have, he really didn't have any stake in the game. And that they made that very clear from the very beginning. It's like, he's totally fine living his life the way he is. Yeah. He's got, he didn't want to be king, he didn't want to have anything to do with it. And, you know, he had to be talked into doing it. So I guess that's kind of where I I got sidetracked with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we were, well, you said we were having a conversation ago about you, this. You had. Yeah, I already had the conversation. I don't want to have it again. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said this was one of your favorite movies. Not this one. No, I mean, King Arthur. One, oh, that's not the one that she sorry. loves. He was really wanting to see this one because of his love for the other one. I yeah. gotcha. I mean, it's good. I like the special effects, but it's nothing like. Did you like the special sure. effects? Some of them, yeah. I had. That's the one thing that I had the biggest issue with the special effects. Now, well, when I say special effects, I mean like the lightning and stuff. Because when he was like doing the speech shit, that was bullshit. Okay, I, I hated that. that I liked it. I liked it when it happened within the training quarters of that combat group that he was that he used to train with his friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what his friend's name is at the time. Mike. Him and um, when the dust came up in that section, I liked. Yeah, that was that was amazing. And I mean, I hate to say it this way because of what he managed to do, but it made it look a little more realistic. Yeah, the CGI in the rest of the movie when it came to the fights, there like I was telling Cece, there's video games that have better, mm-hmm. yeah, better scenes yes. in them. 
and they movies don't have to worry about space. You know what I mean? Like with a video game, you have to make sure that it fits on a disc. With a movie, you don't because as long as it translates to the visual medium, you can record it right. with all the detail that you need. So you don't have to worry about that. But uh, I was slightly disappointed with the, with the CGI mostly. Yeah, and and I think that I had that same reaction, especially when um, Jude Law's character uh, is down in the depths of the whatever, and there's the serpent octopus. Oh yeah, those things were when, just like the not, mermaids. Is that what they were supposed They're to be? Supposed to be, yeah. With the octopus-like mm-hmm. legs. Yeah, that yeah. was just, just tentacles. Creepy. I just didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand that so much. That's what they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be mermaids. Hmm. But, you know, the Ursula kind of mermaid. Speaking <laughs> of, wasn't the chick, wasn't she in um, Merlin too? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Lena Luthor. I'm just... Yeah, she yeah. was. Okay. That's what I thought. She it just clicked. King Arthur's half-sister. That's yep. right. Okay. Because I, I, I've seen her, obviously, in Supergirl, and I'm like, I know her face from somewhere. I was somewhere. like, Lena. Yeah, that's what I was, that's the exact same yes. thing I did. I'm like, oh, Lena's and in And I was movie. like, Lena's dead already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was basically my exact reaction as well. <laughs> it's Lena's right here. like, and Lena. Oh, goodbye, Lena. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So that's, that's what I thought. I knew I'd recognize her from somewhere. Yep, she was in... Another really good, I know this is off topic, but I feel like you guys should see this show. Um, Legend of the Seeker is another one of those. Oh my God, yes, I love that I've been watching show. that one. It's so good. That, it's I'm another so one of those ones that was like, canceled. you know, the chosen one Did has to go canceled? find whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I really like that. I've been enjoying that's, the crap out of that show. that show. Did you ever see that one, Chris? No. Oh, God. I haven't, oh. I haven't heard of it, and I've heard <laughs> yeah. about it. I was going to be like, I have it on my plugs. But I have no PC. <laughs> um, it's it's definitely worth a watch if you're into that show was awesome. The, like the chosen one period mm-hmm. magical pe- you know type of things. Yeah, it was it was a fun one. It was cheesy and it was ridiculous, but it had a lot of heart, and it was just. I may just have to check it out though. You'll have really to check it out. It. I'm okay with rewatching it. Yeah, I, I'm. I it's only that. what two seasons. Yeah. 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 I, I'm very sad that it, it got canceled because I, I mean, I saw it was one of those, huh, let me check it out. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was based on, um, Terry Goodkind's series about the, the Sword of Truth series, which I've mm-hmm. not managed to get through, but, um, but that's another, another, it's almost the same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, uh. I don't know. I guess for me, this movie just it it was just a little too Guy Ritchie, which is saying something because he toned himself. He like you could see that he held back a lot. But what I liked about this, if you consider it a Guy Ritchie movie, is I could understand the words coming out of these people's mouths. Funny that. that you say that. That's another <laughs> issue I had with it. What, the them G- using vocabulary that was not available during the time. True. It was nice in terms of understanding everything and then have to worry about it. But this is kind of like that conversation we had in Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah. I would have preferred the old English. And I can understand that, but the reason the reason I didn't mind it was because I was seeing it as a Guy Ritchie movie in which most of his other... Think, think about Snatch. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could barely understand Snatch. I needed some freaking subtitles. <laughs> oh, my that God. Was so it was so good. So it was good. Yes, it was fantastic. But I spent a lot of time wanting to understand what I'm seeing. Yeah. And, and not really connecting the words and having to determine what the hell's going on a lot of the time by the action instead. So to have him make a movie where I can clearly... <laughs> I hear them clearly enunciating. Mm-hmm. I can understand every word. That made me that I liked that part. That's so the good. film had a yeah. different title before it got to the Legend of the Sword. Did it? What was it? It was going to be called Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur. Well, what I read about this is they were actually trying to make a universe about this. They were going to try apparently to make this is the six. first out of six movies. Really? Yeah. yeah, they were going to try to, but because this flopped so bad that um, it basically canceled the rest of the series but yeah they were trying to make interesting interesting. off are we sure that it's canceled because i could have seen i could have sworn i saw talk of the second one as in like we're gonna give this one more shot and maybe type of thing i haven't been able to find anything about it because i was actually the second one just to see i'd be curious about it a lot of money dude this? Do, you, do you have that where you can pull it up real quick? Yeah, me. Because the the loss in money was quite significant. So it's one of those cases where I'm thinking maybe they'll do a second one to see if maybe they can improve it. Because there's that whole theory of sequels are better. But um, they 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 lost a bit of change, man. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame. I would have liked to see where they were going to take this. Because even though I have like a kind of love-hate relationship with the movie... I did enjoy it. There were just certain things about it that I didn't like. But once I got used to what we were watching, I kind of let go of the concerns that I had. To me, I felt like it was just just a tad bit too much CGI in certain yep. scenes. Um, like the the big snake. Did not mug me. But the final... I, I actually kind of like that just, scene of the big snake. But the kind so of... Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole premise of um, Arthur, anyways, is, is fictional too. The fight scenes is really what I had a problem with. I like the um, it was one of the last fight scenes, not when he's fighting his um, uncle, but the one right before it. It was just just looked too much. And like Chris had had said earlier. I mean, there's games out there that have better CGI, yep. and that is the truth on that one. That was my one of the problems I had. So the budget was 175 million, but they only made 148.7. Yep. yep. So they lost over 30 million dollars. Yeah. So this was which, what they're calling which 30 a summer million dollars can bankroll yep. any other movie. As a matter of fact, I think Deadpool 2 currently has a budget of around 30 million dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the first yeah. one did something of the sort. But the point is that that amount. Could have been a new franchise. Yeah. So it's one of those cases where I'm, I'm wondering if they are going to do a second one. It and would I, be nice. And I would be, I'd love to actually see it because um, one of the things I read about the universe was that they were going to make um, six films focusing on each of the characters and then the final one being where they're all together. Hmm. So kind of very much like the Justice League. We get yeah. the individual films and then we get one that they're all together which would be interesting to see because i would love to see the story because i mean right now we didn't get introduced to merlin all we saw was this black figure making a sword from his staff well and this whole this whole movie had like a ton of ridiculously great actors oh my god yes i mean um eric banna obviously and david beckham i almost didn't recognize for a minute (laughs) yeah which was entertaining. But then you've got, um, and I know he's on Game of Thrones now, even though 
I haven't seen him. Yeah, but little finger. Aiden Gillen, I know from a show called Love Hate, where he played like this drug kingpin in Ireland. And he nice. was, it was such a good fucking show. He's a really good actor. He's amazing. He's and so really every time I see him in something, I'm like, oh, like I trust that this is going to be enjoyable enough for me simply because he's in it because I've never seen anything of his that I haven't liked. I agree. So I, I'm the one who got confused. There isn't anything confirmed for a second, but what I did see is a short film type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a short called King Arthur's Sword from the Stone <laughs> that came out after the movie did. So that... That is where I was confused. Gotcha. So, I mean, they have done sequels to movies that have flopped before simply because there was an overall plan of, well, we have to introduce it. We know that may not do well, but by the time that we get here, we should be rolling in money. And then, of course, there's the failsafe somewhere in between where if this one doesn't do projections then we're not going to be able to get here. That's where we pull the plug. Yeah. You know? I haven't been able to find anything in regards to this. Well, the, the movie's not that old either, too. So yeah, this could true. all be, you know, this could all be talked about in a, in a back room somewhere in closed, behind closed doors. Let's give it one it more yet. shot. Maybe let's not be so ridiculous on the budget. At the same a little time, bit less CGI possibility and little things like that. Because that's... The research that I found that that's basically what the issue was. It's it's almost a um, Green Lantern issue. Yeah, too much CGI. Too much CGI. And they made really? the next Green Lantern less CGI. I liked Green Lantern. Me I know. too. I'm actually like. Well, no, but the complaint was one was of the biggest complaints. Of, was, everything was real in freaking Green Lantern. <laughs> one of the biggest complaints was the CGI for the suit. That's why yeah. they make the joke in Deadpool, but. That show was funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Don't make the scene the suit green or animated. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those cases where they may be discussing it. And the second movie may not require that much CGI because mm-hmm. we already saw him take back his kingdom. And, you know, now he's fighting humans as opposed to otherworldly things or who knows. Yeah. So, But the, the, the chance is there. Are they going to do it? I personally think it's unlikely. To me, it looks more like it would be canceled. But the DVD uh, for this, too, or the HD, whatever, came out not that long ago. You know what I mean? The movie is a 2017 movie. Yeah, because it was released that, May. Exactly. The, the DVD came out toward the end of summer or something. So mm-hmm. this movie is still making money as people buy it. So who knows? Maybe they're waiting to break even, you know? There's a possibility that they still could break even. Very unlikely, but <laughs> the possibility still there. So you don't know. I mean, I'd like to see another, another something about it because I mean, I mean, I personally wanted to meet Merlin. I did yeah. too, <laughs> and I'm kind of, and that's that is part of what gives me hope that there will be more. Just that Merlin was missing. The fact of we now we need to find him, and in order to find him, you need to find the other knights of the round table, so that you have the forces to go. I don't know liberate Merlin because he might have been captured or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the the mage was sent by Merlin because of Merlin, but you never know where Merlin is, what he's doing, why he's not there. And Merlin is a huge part of the Arthur story. Mm-hmm. So. That's what... Clear, um, the only mention of Merlin is where he destroys the tower. But clearly he survived. If he, were, if he was passing down in for... You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Cause he's he still alive managed, somewhere. Yeah, because he managed yeah. to send the um, 
mage over, or the merge, whatever. The mage. Mage, I said it right. Um, but, um, you know, the research that I did on this, I didn't see, they, they complained about things, but, you know, I go to the IMDB page and I look at goofs and stuff like that. It's three things. And even then, it's like, the hilt of the sword was, you know, angled this way instead of this way on this scene. And that the, the, the kids were to the same ages and stuff like that. I'm like, really? That's that's that's, that's what we're complaining about on the goofs? <laughs> Out of everything that everybody complained about this movie, that's it. My only complaint was that final fight scene where he just, he looked like he was made out of clay. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of the same. It reminded me of the fight scene that was in The Matrix. Um, the last one, the third one, yeah. where mm-hmm. he's fighting all the, the Smiths. Yep. That's basically what the, you know what that scene reminded me of. He just looked like he was Plato, and that's that's where I was like, okay, this movie's looking a little ridiculous. But aside from that, it was enjoyable. It was fun. I liked I liked his attitude. But I go I go back to the fact like we were talking about his name is what kind of kills it for me. If he were named anything but Arthur, I would have believed everything in this, and I would have enjoyed it yeah. a lot more. But my favorite part is when he's talking to the Vikings at the end. Yeah. And he basically like tells them, you know, you either kneel or you die, or you know you have to fight me. And they finally kneel. And he's like, all right, now that that's out of the way, let's have dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I did find that was kind of funny. I like. I'm agreeing with you. Like as a character, that was great. I liked his swagger. I liked his whatever, but not as Arthur. Yeah, that was not. That's not nope. the Arthur in my head. Nope. So, so now I'm curious with nope. your favorite movie being the 2004. How do the authors complain, uh, compare? They're totally different. They're different. He's Thank you not. for all that detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. They're different. Dude, I haven't watched it in a while. But like, no, he's more... Mm. How do I say this? With words. Preferably in English. man. <laughs> I can't remember. I have to. I have to get back on you on that one. Yeah. Trying to play the movie in my head. <laughs> it's been a hot min- minute. Yeah, since I've for seen the most it, so. part. I mean, they do show Arthur as a bit of a humbled type character, but never has he been this this cocky. This, you know what I mean? But yeah, I love I mean, the trickery. The four version is definitely he's not cocky in any shape, way, or form. Well, he's more humble than me. Yeah, he's like always been humble. Beaten type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. part of the thing is that part of the difference is that there's zero romance in this one. Yes. And Arthur, part of Arthur's legend is yep. so wrapped up in the legend of him and Guinevere and Lancelot that to completely pull... That they have it on I mean, 2004. Yeah, because there was nothing... Other than no. the mage, did any woman survive this movie? Other than the mage, were there other women in this movie? The ones that got killed. The ones in the, the brothel. Ones that got, yeah, the brothel. The ones in the People. brothel, and then the ones that got killed uh, by Jude Law's character. I mean, His some of them got daughter. away, but you never saw them again, but that yeah. was it. But main character-wise, like, or main to the story, I guess. Yeah. No? No, that was the only female character. So, and that, that to me, probably all, I'm just now thinking about it, but that probably also had a lot to do with it. Also, now I'm curious. Did anybody catch her name? Because I just Who? felt that she... The mage. Oh, it was just the mage. Just That's the what mage. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Who's to say that in the original plans for this six-movie universe that she is not the one he ends up with? 
And I mean, I'm saying it that way because I blanked on her name just now. Mage. It's no. just Mage. Because they never... No, 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 no. With his love story. Guinevere? Yes, Guinevere. Thank you. What if she is Guinevere? Because in some stories and in some myths of it, Guinevere is known to have magical powers. So I'm wondering, what if the mage is her, and in this six-movie ordeal, yeah. they're the ones who were supposed to end up together, mm-hmm. leading impossible. to Lancelot coming in and, you know, stooping her. Stooping her? <laughs> I just really like saying that word. Stooping. So I wish I can remember, there was a book that I read growing up that it was... Um, Merlin came back, but this is like done in years and years and years from now. The earth has been destroyed and they're rebuilding it and everything like that. And um, the spirit of Merlin goes into this little orphan boy. He doesn't know where he's come from or anything like that. And um, he, he is beginning to see things that are reminding him that he does have a future. And yeah. you see where, um, oh God, who is it? Guinevere Mordor? Or am I oh. thinking I'm totally different? That's the, Mordor's Lord of the Morgan. Rings. Morgan. Okay, Morgan. Yeah. Where I was thinking, I was like, I don't think that's it. <laughs> Mordor's. Mordor's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but um, Morgan is a um, trapped spirit or a trapped witch in a mountain and the mountain is like being broken up and she escapes and stuff like that and is tormenting Merlin this boy that doesn't even know who he is I have yeah. no idea what I you're talking no about I have no idea what book it is but now I kind of want to read it it's watch really it or good, yeah. consume it in one way shape I really wish I could remember what book it was I don't have to look through my book things to see but I'm like I, I remember reading that book and I was just like this is awesome <laughs> So you want to know what my favorite piece of this movie was that's never really mentioned in really any mythology as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I might someone might be able to correct me out there, but okay. for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> the fact that his father becomes the stone. Oh yeah. In which the sword was uh, in. That was I liked that. I, I like really, that. Really, really like that because it kind of now makes sense as to why Arthur is the only one that can pull it out. Yeah, because it's encased within his father, and his father is the only one that's going to allow him to get it to protect his own self. So yeah. I kind of, I really liked that in terms of so it's not so the much liberties that, he's that they took. Literally, the chosen one. It's you know, like his some... father's guarding the sword until he comes back to protect himself and claim yeah. it. I can see that. Yeah. And and it kind of... It also gave me the feels. <laughs> because, again, now that I have kids, now I have feels, apparently. <laughs> apparently. It comes with a job and nobody warned me. But anyway, it's it was a sweet kind of ordeal, you know? Yeah. A, a father handing down his sword and his powers to his son yeah. within a sacrifice that he committed to make sure that his brother could not get his hands on it. Yeah. You know? Because you know the brother tried... And oh, yeah. with the whole thing of it being bound by blood, he would eventually be able to and have to be able to pull the sword. But with the fact that his father is the stone, yeah. there's more control in that. There's more protection in the sword not getting in the wrong hands. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I do like also the fact that he kept being knocked down every time he tried to grab the sword. Yeah. Until he accepted his past and yeah, didn't look true. away. That was good. Did anybody else have a point where... I was just going to ask if anybody else had a 
touching scene or anything like that um, in the book or in the movie. If the scene touched you, please report it to HR. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I uh, no, I don't think I cried in this one. Nope. What about anything that you were like? I like that they did that that way. That you know it's not accurate. Like for example, the him becoming yeah. the stone. Something that was completely out of left field that you were like, I kind of enjoyed that. Mm. Um, I, uh, well, no, but I liked kind of the, stop. Um, no, the, uh, the whole like Robin Hood vibe that they started getting towards the middle there. Yes. But was it? Was it Robin Hood? Well, I mean, obviously they weren't stealing from the rich to give to the poor, but... She's talking about the small operations of him yeah, systematically was... taking him down by cutting off smaller... Oh, yeah, yeah that know, was Cutting off cool. the legs before you take <laughs> on the body. And yeah. that's when like, an education gets you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they break the boat. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, the, the whole when they're like the little merry band of robbers going from place to place to try and, you know, either defeat people who weren't going to... You know, join them or convince people to join them and that sort of thing. And I, it reminded me a lot of um, just the Robin Hood story in general. Yeah. Men in tights? Um, and men in tights, of course. Tight, tight, tights. <laughs> Go around the forest looking for fights. We're men. It's a good movie. We're men. It's a great tights. movie. You better watch out or else we'll punch out your lights. Sorry. Tights. I'll stop tight, now. Tights. <laughs> um, I think one of the funny things I had was when they were discussing about where to go so that they could kill the king and everything after right. she gave them the heads up. She's like, oh, I can shoot 175. No, you can't. And they're <laughs> holding the little thingy and they're they're like, maybe they thought it was lucky. <laughs> they had second. Part was when they were telling the story to the guard, they was like, which George? George Arthur? George this? Which George? You gotta be more specific. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, the that first part, part of it. I love that part. Which Mike? Mike with the black nose? Mike this Mike? Which Mike? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That was awesome. What the I liked about that scene it. is that it showed how calculated Arthur was. Yes. Yep. And it it explains it further and it gives you more reason to believe it later when he is systematically taking them down little by little. Yeah. Because he's like, no, because we're not going to do that. We're not going to reach out for help because then he's going to say this. And then I'm going to say this. And then he's going to respond by saying that. And then you're going to ask me this. And then you and I are going to fight because I'm going to say this. And then this is going to lead to this. And that's that's not going to work. And then smack. (laughs) That's completely a Guy Ritchie thing. Yeah. You gotta think think about oh, yeah. his movies versus other people's Love movies. And... They don't. Nobody else does that except him. Where I'm going to explain the plot and how the plot's going to go for the next three minutes, or we could just skip ahead to the thing, and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're going to tell you what we would have done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The one thing I did enjoy about this movie was um, you saw him as a boy. Yeah. Is being found by these three Not women. Yeah, a woman. And he grows up and he's I'll trying to head. make a life for himself. Yeah. And um, he's sitting there doing chores and doing just whatever it is to get money. Right. And he becomes friends with George, by the way, who never ages. <laughs> um, is this uh, Asian George? Yes, Agent George, or Knight George, when he eventually becomes a knight. But um, 
he sits there and watches George and the group of people and all that fun stuff. And eventually, when he gets to a certain age, he starts to um, actually train. And I thought that was actually kind of neat because you went from, you know, this humble, you know, the normal stories of just humble and he's, you know, magical with the sword and all that fun stuff to now he... You know, he can fight. He grew up fighting yeah. and stuff like that. So I kind of like that storyline. And then I like the fact that um, the first time that he actually embraces the sword and takes down everybody in the um, George's little community, they're like, well, this is what we've been training for all our life. Yeah. And they're doing all those little fancy shots and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. But when they're all sitting there after he embraces um, Excavator, I think I'm saying that wrong. Um, and he does, thank you. <laughs> and he does the little, he fights them all off and everybody's like, okay, yeah, I guess like, we can go now. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, now maybe I missed it, but it wasn't entirely clear to me. Did he remember that he was the future King the whole time? Not until he no. got to the sword. Not until he got to the sword. And even then he didn't believe it. Yeah. It took him, um, having dominion of the sword to eventually finally accept that yes okay. he was king all right because i wasn't because he was rejecting the sword too that, yeah but the at time. the same but see i because i missed whether or not he remembered for me it was more maybe he's rejecting all this because he just doesn't want to get involved <laughs> i thought that at one point too yeah. where he just didn't care but then as i started watching the 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 loops of him essentially going back and remembering. Right. It started to feel more like he was avoiding the sword because he felt the sword was nothing but trouble and that the sword was responsible for his parents dying. You know right. what I mean? He kind of placed the blame on the sword mm-hmm. because, I mean, ultimately, he doesn't realize that, he one, that he can stop his father from being impaled by the sword. He just has to catch it. And two, the sword, in his timeline did in fact impale his father mm-hmm. you know he didn't remember him turning into the stone um but he did remember ultimately who was his uncle who killed his mom and stuff so to him in my opinion and the way that i saw it is he wanted nothing to do with the sword it, it's what took his family away you know and no then, but i mean like no i'm talking about like growing up did he remember uh, I'm Prince Arthur. Like I should technically. No, be I think king. all he just kept doing is just dreaming of the um of that night of the guy. of the night of yeah. the guy. And I don't think I don't know if he never because he she had mentioned when she was um doing something with the sword. I don't even know what she was doing when the mage was doing the little spell thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, he she was like, "You've been having trouble sleeping." Right. And all, all you see in one little glimpse was just of the evil person. Okay. So you don't, you don't ever really see Arthur's. I think it's Uther's. Is his father? Yeah. 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 You never see his face. You just see the the fighting of the demon. Okay. And it wasn't until he got the sword, that's when the more of the memory came about. I gotcha. So he might have just been traumatized from the event and just completely locked it up because of everything that happened. Right. And I mean, at the same time, he was a young boy. Did he even understand what a king and a prince were? Well, no, but I mean, if, but what I'm saying is like, well, but he had enough knowledge in his head to row himself away in the boat. Yeah. 
Okay, see, I missed that. The the rowing himself away. So I, I thought that he drift, was just carried by the drift. He drifted away. Well, yeah, but he but he he was old enough to run away and to understand what was going on and hand his father the sword. Yeah. So I don't know how old he was, but I mean, I, I got the impression he was like five <laughs> or six. So by five or six, you understand that you would understand that you're if you're being called a prince, you may not understand that you are a literal prince. But if you've got if you're living in a kingdom where you've got this, you have a missing prince, and you, in the back of your head, you know you used to be called one. Yeah, you know, I, I just okay. No, you know I, what I'm I see. I see where you're getting. Yeah, but why, could, why wouldn't he question it at least? Yeah, or at least remember what was going on, or when the ladies picked him up and found him, because at five you were able to talk. Yeah, I mean, if he's 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 probably old enough where he can actually have bits and pieces of conversation but then i wonder whether or not because of what happened yeah if it basically just, just kind of blocked it and yeah. all that history that he had that growing up just stopped yeah that's more likely it just i wasn't sure if i had missed it or if they just never really fully addressed it i don't think they ever fully addressed it <laughs> no so, but overall, I mean, I, I'd rather enjoyed the movie once I realized it was going to go down that route. <laughs> yeah, that was my. I was really hoping for something a little more historical to like, but mm-hmm. I mean, we've already said it. If it weren't Arthur, I would have been off for this movie. But I still enjoyed it. It was still fun. It was still. Or if even if this was a just one of the little knights or something like that, that'd have been kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, just any random knight with a sword. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see. You know what little... this movie would have been really good as. Um, the last witch hunter. Huh? <laughs> like <a> movie, man. <laughs> this this movie, you know, call him whatever the last witch hunter was called, and play this movie, and never call him Arthur, and it would it would have fixed it. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically my thoughts. That sums up my my idea of it. Who knows? Maybe we'll see the sequel. I'd be curious about it, but I think as flop as this one did, I mean, it lost quite a bit. Yeah, like we talked about. So, I mean, if it would, if there was a sequel, I definitely would watch it and it'd make you guys watch it and review it with us and all that fun stuff like that. But <laughs> so overall, all right, ratings. What'd you guys give? Everybody's thinking. Um, <laughs> no, I'll give it three overgrown elephants. That, that's still a lot of elephant. That's it is a lot, lot of elephant. I'll give mean? it three mermaid tentacle people. <laughs> mermaid tentacle people, I like it. Yes, right? Three deck kings. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it ought to be a Christmas song. Yes. Three dead kings. And a partridge and a pear tree. Ironically, I was thinking um, three dead um, family members. Yeah. Three, three dead wives. Three dead wives. <laughs> well, the, the last one that he killed was his daughter. Was that who that was? I yeah. thought it was. Yep. He killed the wife first, and then the daughter. What a schmuck! That's what I said too. So, like, also, yes. Before we wrap up, now that you brought that up and you kind of brought it to my attention, so he, you must sacrifice someone to get that power. Right. Why did he lose that power? Is there a time limit to the power? I think it wanes after a while. Hmm. 
It's kind of like an energy drink. You get it for so long. <laughs> I think not only does it wane for a little after a while, that it it also. Um, I think he was just trying to get a boost because he could see that the end was coming. So he was mm-hmm. trying to get more power by sacrificing, sacrificing yeah. somebody else. Because I mean, there is a scene that he is himself. The flame turns on, or he lights the candle, and then the other one is when he's over by the table, the stone table, whatever that thing is, in the tower, and he's playing with the fireball. Okay. So he does have some magic power, so yeah. He still does have magic. It didn't actually all go away, but he might just be too weak because it's been yeah. so long and stuff. Okay. I, and that's why they kept can, saying I to destroy the that. tower, because the taller the tower gets, the more powerful he is. That also didn't make much sense No, it didn't. <laughs> I don't know if anybody understood why a tower would, would do that, but... Uh, who knows? Lord of the Rings, D.I. Ayasara. Nice. So, alrighty. So, thank you for joining us here at Control C in our review on King Arthur. Please join us every Monday for new episodes. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on all podcast services everywhere. For this and other shows, join us on geekincast.com and follow our Twitter at geekincast. You can also visit our Facebook or our Instagram accounts. Thank you to our cast, Lindsay. See ya. Chris. Selena. And Ray. Ta-ta. I'm Cece. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.